Hello, friends. Thank you for listening to another Rod Tucker Says podcast. I'm excited to talk to you a little bit this morning while I'm putting my socks on. I oftentimes, when I think about things that I read in the Bible, <laughs> the epiphany comes out when I'm in the shower or it comes out while I'm driving. And this morning, as I was in the shower, I was thinking more about something that I had read recently, and the epiphany came to me, and so I want to share that with you. And it happens briefly after Jesus has risen from the dead. The first two people, I believe, that, that he encounters after he's risen from the dead are walking along the road, and Jesus shows up and starts walking with them. And the funny thing about this entire story to me that was standing out that I kept thinking about is when these men see Jesus, they don't recognize who he is. And Jesus had just resurrected. He had just died on the cross for all of us. And the moment he comes back from the dead and presents himself, they don't recognize him. And it's not until they see later, after he breaks the bread and and disappears, that they realize we were just with the Son of God. And I started to think about the concept of resurrection and what it means for us, because when death rules in our lives, the reality is because of Jesus, we don't have to stay dead, or we don't have to stay in that death that was once ruling our lives, or that is currently ruling our lives. Now, the church has taken this a lot of times, and teachers have taken this, and they've skewed it to say, um, you can have a westernized version of an abundant life. You can be happy all the time. You can never be depressed. You can never have anxiety. You'll always have your needs met. You'll live in abundance. And a lot of times the people that are saying those things or preaching those things, they are living in abundance, maybe financially, but the people that they're talking to aren't. And a lot of the money that is actually coming in to the teachers to enable them to live financially abundant lives is actually coming from the people who aren't living those lives. And so sometimes the concept of resurrection gets twisted and we all long for it and we all crave it and we all desire that we can experience life even on the other side of this life. And what I mean by that is not after death per se, although we do want to experience life after death, but that we can experience life on the other side of the things that are causing us death in this life. And so what I find and what I'm finding is that these men, after Jesus had resurrected, did not recognize him. And the way that I processed this in my mind was I'm sure there are a thousand theological explanations for that. I'm sure there are direct reasons why those men didn't recognize Jesus. But when the power of the resurrection of Jesus comes inside me, the issue isn't what happened historically to make those men not recognize Jesus in my mind. The issue is, will there ever be a time when I step into more health or more peace or more more clarity 
because of the power of the resurrection of Jesus. And in that freedom and joy and peace that I'm experiencing, or even just growth and maturity, will I in that moment possibly be unrecognizable to those who are used to me being the other way? And I think, friends, the answer to that is yes. As, as Jesus impacts our lives, and, and some of you just need to know this, Christ is impacting your life regardless of if you feel it. The fires that we go through, when we go through them with Jesus, the fires that we go through have less of a tendency to burn us up and more of a tendency to burn things off of us that don't need to be on us anyways. Things that we don't get to take to heaven. And the waves that, that, that threaten to drown us, they don't get to drown us. They just get a crash against us and chip away the things that are causing us to be afraid. And so when we step out of those things and when we experience the resurrection power of Christ, we find ourselves like Jesus on a road with the same people that we've been with and yet this time they don't recognize us. And so why do I share this now and why do I share this right around the holiday season? <laughs> because what's going to happen to you is you're going to go back into relationships that expect you to act a certain way, that expect you to talk a certain way. You're going to be with people who talk down to you or expect you to relate to them in certain ways. And, and guess what? You, my friend, are different. You're not the same person you were. The power of resurrection even exists in nature. We're not the same people ourselves change so that we are a completely different flesh every so often and it's and it's not that long and when our spirits begin to resurrect and Jesus begins to work in us through the hard things and the good things and reshape us we often find ourselves in places where we are new and we are different but the people around us don't understand that and they can get angry judgmental condescending and a lot of that is because they might still be living in the anxious presence that they were before and so the best analogy that I have heard came from a friend of mine when I was working in a place that that was incredibly difficult for me and I was also at the same time I was finding myself Christ was teaching me who I was and my friend said to me Rod every person learns to dance with every person and in the dance that we learn with every person we have roles and we have things that we do and as long as we exist in those roles and those things that we do the dance can go smoothly because everyone assumes their right role but as you change and you mature and you grow and God reveals to you who you truly are at some point you have to stop dancing the same way that you've always been dancing and when you stop dancing it can cause chaos and everyone starts bumping into each other and I'm telling you on the dance floor Rod people do not like to bump into each other but if you can stop dancing and you can hold still 
and be at peace, even if it's hard, and, and you can just stand still long enough, everyone will bump into each other, but eventually you will change the dance and you'll get your power back. And so for me, how Christ has resurrected me and how I have learned to dance a dance closer to who God has made me to be, there have been times when I've stood in front of people and they ask me to act the way or to be the way that I used to be with them. And yet, I can't. I'm on the road after having resurrected and changed and grown. And I'm unrecognizable by the people who think they know me well. And so around us, we, we, we must understand that there are people who will not recognize us over this Christmas holiday. And friend, you might feel invisible, but that invisibility is the reality that you have changed and you have grown. And we are also on the other side of that coin. So there are people around us who have changed and grown and our job as people who believe that Christ is transforming our lives every day is to not say, I need you to act the way you've always acted that, that, that caused us to be able to manage the problems around us without much conflict. We need to ask people, who are you today? How are you different? How have you changed? How have you grown? And not demand that they fulfill the small child role that they had before. And we can be part of empowering others through Christ. If your role in a relationship was always to apologize and admit your fault so that the relationship could be smoothed over time and again, and at some point you realize that I can't keep apologizing for everything because I'm internalizing it and it's creating an inner shame, the belief that not I'm sorry for what I did, but simply that I'm a sorry person. And if you realize you can't stop, that you can't continue apologizing and you stop, everyone will still expect you to fulfill the role of apologizing and they'll want to tell you how you hurt them and the things that you did wrong. And, and, and there's probably even a narrative in there that you don't apologize that much because you always need to be convinced. But you can't continue living in that narrative. People will bump and people will crash and eventually the dance around you will change and you can again be comfortable in your new skin. Until you shed that layer <laughs> and Christ makes you new again. So friends, I just wanted to encourage you over this holiday season that we're entering into. You have changed. You are new. You are growing. And you might find yourself feeling unrecognizable but you are not unrecognizable to God. He sees you. He's been shaping you. He knows you. And he wants you to continue to step in to who he's telling you you are. And so Jesus doesn't tell the men, look, it's me. He waits until a moment when he can hold the bread of Christ and break it before them. And then they realize 
that was Jesus. And so don't try to convince everyone around you that you're different. Just be you and wait for the moment when you get to break the bread and bring the peace. And when you get to look at another person and say, I know you're different and I'm with you. And I want to empower you and who God is showing you are. And then everyone will say that is a person God created. And that is exactly who they're supposed to be. Thank you for listening. Have a great holiday. Go in peace.